Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, dear friends, to ActiveSpirituality.life with Pamela Cuccinell and Susie Mazzoli and to the full moon this week. And Pam's going to tell us all about the third week of 2022, starting with Monday, January the 17th, and I'll be back for our meditation. And Pam, how does it look now this third week of this new year? Okay, well, uh, blessings on Martin Luther King Day on this Monday. And on the 17th, as Susie mentioned, the moon is full in the sign of Cancer, actually at 27 degrees 51. And the significant thing about this particular full moon is that it is very much charged by the planet Pluto, because Pluto is in late degree Capricorn. And so it is in alignment with the sun from our perspective as we stand here on earth. And what that means is that we are in a very dynamic power play time. And we may see this um, in world events, but definitely anyone who has strong signatures of Capricorn, Cancer, Libra, or Aries <clears throat> in later degree of the signs in their horoscope, this is going to be a rather intense day for you. Now, intense doesn't necessarily mean bad, um, but it does mean that it is a day of uh, basically standing in your power. And the thing about standing in your power, I mean, there are <laughs> there are people who are born with Sun Pluto. I actually, two of them are in my family. And these people are very, very strong-willed people. They need to make an imprint in the world. And whatever that may be, it may be, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're CEOs of companies or that they're movers and shakers, but they are very dynamic people. And with this aspect of the sun conjunct Pluto that happens on this day, not not exact, but it's darn close enough, um, is that we are, it actually happened the day before on Sunday, but we're still, that is what is imbuing this full moon energetically. 
And so the moon, before it becomes absolutely full, has been in opposition with Pluto. And this actually happens at in the late afternoon Eastern time. And so some of us may find ourselves in power plays, in situations where it's very important to be heard or to know how to listen. The thing about power plays is that, especially with Capricorn energy, is that we can get very caught up in what appears to be real. So things that are actually tangible, finances, real estate, um, institutions, structures, the powers that be. And no one likes to feel manipulated or told what to do without being able to articulate their own opinions. And yet, on this particular day, we may find ourselves in this kind of supercharged environment where someone or something needs to make pronouncements or statements about what must be. So how do we claim our power in a situation that feels like, oh, so-and-so is telling me what I must do or I'm not feeling heard? Well, it totally depends on the situation, obviously. And the thing that's most important is to observe if you're getting caught up in the Maya, in the illusion. Are you being seduced? into thinking that this reality is the one reality. Because when we're in a space that feels like all our power is being taken away, then we can feel hostile, defensive, angry, combative, reactive, a whole bunch of things that aren't necessarily constructive. Sometimes we're in situations that are impossible, seemingly, to claim our power because a boss is telling us what to do or we are not in control of our body or destiny or situation. And yet, the lesson always with Pluto is to surrender to higher power energy and know that that higher power is within you. In ways it can feel very strengthening to take away the sense that you're in control of a certain situation. Because once we allow that possibility, different options can come in. And what we really want to control 
and be in our power with is our individual destiny, not the illusion of whatever the present situation seems to insist is the most important thing. And so this is the beauty of this particular full moon, because the moon is being lit by the sun in Capricorn. And the moon is in the sign of cancer, which is all about how we nurture, nurture other people, feed ourselves, feed the people in our life. And I'm not just talking food. I'm talking the things that sustain us. And most importantly, how we self-nurture. Because if we're not self-nurturing, self-loving, then there's not enough in our well to give to someone else. So this particular full moon teaches us how to crystallize what it is that's most important to us in our nurturing power. And that may totally turn the coin on what you thought it was, especially if this particular configuration of where Pluto is in late degree now in the sign of Capricorn is touching your own horoscope. Otherwise, you may be an observer of how this is, someone else is experiencing it, or you may be a passenger on the train that is somehow affected by what is going on. And I say that metaphorically, but it all comes back to being in proper alignment with what your individual sense of feeling empowered is. And we are most empowered when we know that we are all part of the great source and it is not on our physical intellectual, emotional ability alone that creates a situation or an outcome. So the moon goes void, of course, at 6.48 p.m. And this is a great evening to time out, eat good meals, um, relax, recharge, Moon void, of course, in the sign of cancer is really asking you to dip into your well and restore yourself. Ideally, you're at home or a place that makes you feel like home. If not, um, ideally to be around nature, water, something that is able to reinvigorate and recharge you. The moon enters the sign of Leo at 11.03 p.m. Eastern time are the times I give, so please adjust. And at that point in time, we're now in a very different energy cycle. The moon is in what we call fixed fire, very sustainable. And so it's booking along that just really wants to um, really wants to feed us in ways that fuel the fire. Moon in Leo wants things to be fun. Uh, And depending on the hour you go to bed at night, (laughs) this could be a really good time to just kind of put in your dreamscape the ideas of what are going to be my nice, creative, romantic days ahead of me for the next couple of days. And when I say romance, I'm not just talking about... um, 
an emotional attachment to someone or, or some kind of physical attraction. I'm talking about the romance and glamour of life, the sense of the lovely, the sense of the childlike expectation of whatever may be possible. And that's when Leo is able to really shine and cook on creative ideas and allow us what's going to come out. On the 18th, Uranus goes direct. And this is big news because when Uranus goes direct, something usually happens. Sometimes the earth literally moves. So it's not unusual to have a event that is earth-based that draws attention because we must pay attention when something large happens and is calling us to notice that we are residents of this big blue planet. I'm not saying that it's going to be something cataclysmic, although historically that's retrograde or direct. But what I am saying is, especially now that the um, Uranus is in the sign of Taurus, which Taurus being the sign connected to the Earth, is that when it stations retrograde or direct, we are being asked to really open our eyes and pay attention to what we do in our Earth residency. So those of us who have Aquarius, Taurus, Scorpio, or Leo in uh, a significant position in our horoscope may well be going through Uranus transits, which means that we need to be on our toes at this point in our lives. Things are changing. Um, things are presenting themselves to us that um, are calling attention to something we may want to do or call of action. It may be a surprise. It may be an upset. It may be something very out of the blue. And we may want to take action on it or not. But we are being called to pay attention. And we all are on Tuesday the 18th. But for those of us that Uranus is moving through our horoscope by a significant transit, this is a turn in the road. So we may need to do some sort of adjustment, step up, or take an opportunity that's being presented to us. Over the next two days, uh, the 18th and the 19th, these are tremendously creative, action-packed days for those of us who are moving on something that we're working on getting done. We're now in the waning moon cycle, so it's really a good time to wrap things up, move ahead, uh, complete, 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 and stay with things already in motion. Also keep in mind, Venus is retrograde still, so we don't necessarily want to make major investments or purchases but this can be a, especially with things already in motion, this can be a very good time to keep adding to something we are already in the creative process or <clears throat> the launch of making happen.
The moon goes void, of course, on Tuesday. I mean, sorry, Thursday, the 20th. And that occurs at 3.15 a.m. Eastern time. And so the morning can be wonderful morning to do things that allow you that kind of romantic playfulness, <clears throat> whatever that means for you. And the moon enters Virgo at 9.02 a.m. And this is now when it's time to get to work, roll up our sleeves, do the things, address the to-do list. Very, very important to realize that as we do this, we don't want to get in our way. And yet that may be happening for some of us through the course of Thursday and Friday. And what I mean by that is, <clears throat> especially on Thursday, we may have a very long list of to-do things, and that is really counterproductive. It's better to tailor it early on and address the things you know you can do on Thursday. On Friday, you have another opportunity <laughs> to plow ahead and do those things that you really want to get done. And actually, flow may be a little better on this day, especially in the early morning, especially when you make sure any partners or people you're working with are on board and taking as much responsibility and have the commitment you do. Now, there are times when we may be involved with partners or people who just can't give in the same way we can. Sometimes it's a mom running around with kids and the kids are just not on board in the way they need to be, or someone who maybe is having health issues and just doesn't have the energy or ability to keep up with the task in the same way. So it behooves us to really look at what the situation is and don't make expectations that are beyond what is possible. And this is the beauty of the moon in Virgo when we're really working with it. We edit, we winnow, we look at what is it that can be accomplished that I can feel satisfied with at the end of my day. Uh, the other thing that is super, super important on this day, especially as we get into late afternoon, evening, is you really want to be having some float time. That may not feel as though you're getting anything done, um, but allowing yourself some float time is going to increase productivity over the next as we get into the weekend. So please allow yourself meditation, bath, um, yoga set, whatever it is, that uh, movie that you can just kind of slip into, music, whatever it is that allows you that sense of being recharged. That actually is really good work to do on Friday night, the 21st. On Saturday, the moon goes void, of course, at 2.46 p.m. So I'm looking at a morning <clears throat> that actually wants to be incredibly productive. Make realistic goals for yourself because the 
piece that can be an irritant on this day is that as we get into midday uh, towards mid-afternoon, um, some people may be incredibly short-tempered. And this can be exacerbated if we've set unrealistic goals for ourselves or unrealistic goals for, for other people that we wanted or needed to be companions with us on a certain enterprise. Also, it's I, I would say that it's important not to do a lot of running around, you know, like getting in the car and having to be a lot of different places. It's a much more productive day to be focused, allow yourself releases, physical release. If you haven't exercised in a couple of days or um, haven't had time to expend energy, do yourself a favor and do that in the early morning hours so that you you have a harness over the great energy that can increase as we get midday and into mid-afternoon. The moon goes void, of course, at 2.46 p.m. and doesn't enter the sign of Libra until 5.03 p.m. So that period of time is best for cleaning up, organizing, purging, doing things that make you feel as though, okay, I, I'm the deck is swabbed and the email cache is emptied and I, you know, my head is clearer. Because once the moon enters Libra, um, then we're in a period where we want to negotiate, we want to communicate, we want to connect. And so this can be a really good evening for those kind of conversations and connections that are very valuable to make, whether work-related or um, in our personal lives. As we get into Sunday the 23rd, also with the moon in the sign of Libra, this is moving in eventually into a hard aspect with Pluto and with Venus. So, for some of us, um, this day may feel as though we're, it might sound like an echo of what I was talking about at the beginning of the week. You're, you're not feeling like you're heard. You're not feeling like your needs are being met. And I think the thing to really emphasize on this day is to keep bringing it back to the conversation, to if there's someone we're working with in dialogue, um, mitigation, um, reconciliation, it's, you know, keep in mind that insanity is doing the same thing or having the same conversation and expecting different results. It's not going to change. So it's, it can be a really powerful day for keeping that in mind and working through it. Also nonviolent communication, uh, ways of communicating, that's, um, that's really good to read up on just in general. And uh, some of us may be doing that sort of work, but it's, it's really a day where so much can get accomplished 
if we keep bringing it back to the present and consciousness and we don't slip into, um, you know, the same kind of conversations that just give us the same kind of results. So overall, this week can be incredibly constructive, but it's requiring us to pay attention to, well, what Jung called complexes, to the unconscious snares that keep us stuck in old patterns. And now I turn it over to Susie. Unconscious patterns. Pay attention to those unconscious patterns. <laughs> A little bit hard to do for some of us, right? The oh, yeah. Of it all. <laughs> I'm not claiming to be an expert, but I do know <laughs> certain days give us more lessons, advantages, and opportunities to work with that. And certainly more opportunity for insight, right? Like to actually see, see it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay, loved ones, let's jump into our meditation. And as we do always, we just try and find a nice and quiet, peaceful little spot to do it. So if you need to stop this recording and just get into a nice place, then go ahead and do that. We want to sit with a nice straight back and, if possible, to sit symmetrically and just have the head nice and straight and start to take a few deeper breaths and allow your mind to take a little 10-minute break to drop into the heart center, recalibrating. And as we take this opportunity to just take this little break, know that insight or uh, recognition can, can come even in a few seconds, even in a few moments when we can just let ourselves be still. And as we come into that stillness, let's bring our mind into a place of openness so visualize that there is a very big open blue sky around you. You can visualize yourself perhaps sitting in a meadow where you are alone and you have space, lots and lots of space. Most of us live in situations that are quite crowded or just with our things around us and then our mind is very crowded with all of the things that we're thinking. We often call that the monkey mind. So just see if you can create some space from everything that 
you are, that you want to be, that needs to be done, just for a moment, opening up the space. And breathe, inhale the space. Inhale it deep into your body. And then exhale the space. Exhale the space into the space around you. So we're just simply inhaling and exhaling nice and slowly. And we're inhaling space into our body and exhaling space back out into the space around us. Very simple but actually can have a profound effect on our physical body as well as on the mind. Just creating space. And as we create space, we often also create insight. We create the ability to see more of what's going on, more of perhaps a, a better place to see things from, actually. And in all of this space, you could almost imagine that you're like a, a giant bird, like an eagle or a condor and that you can actually take off from the point that you're sitting in the meadow and start to fly, start to take on the wonderful experience of flight. And let's choose one of these larger birds because they tend to fly very, very high up in the sky. And when we're making space, and this is a really great uh, exercise to use when you're caught up in something or feeling very frustrated or confused, it's a great idea just to take off like a giant eagle, giant condor, and fly high up in the sky using those wonderful currents and just gliding and looking down onto the earth, looking down onto the field, looking down onto the situation, looking down onto your life and seeing it from this bird's eye view, seeing it from thousands of feet up in the air. And this gives us a perspective. It gives us great insight. And from up here, look down now onto your life and look at the patterns. Like if you could speed up your life and just see all of the patterns, for example, the movements that you make in your life when you go from here to here, the things that you do every day, but also the patterns of the mind. 
the way that the mind takes you to certain places and makes you think certain ways. Just notice now the patterns, which so much of, of what we do is, is deeply unconscious. Our responses, our reactions, so much of, of what we do is almost by rote what we've learned, what we've been trained to do, what comes from instinct. And just really see, see the self. See yourself like an actor in a play. And as you begin to see more deeply who you are and what you are, noticing what might be very unconscious movement, action, reaction, response. Just notice those and see where and how they pop up. What are the triggers? And what it is of all of those things that you see that you would like to change. And as we come into this week now and we see these things within ourselves, we recognise that there are many opportunities now to make this a very constructive, action-packed, creative week for ourselves and that we can actually make turns in the road, make adjustments if we're paying attention, if we're really paying attention, but not from ground level, not from deep within our life, but from this higher level, from this higher understanding, from the higher self. And wherever we're feeling restricted or trapped or caught up in something or I'll always be like this or that will never change, bring in some resourcefulness, some optimism and recognise that this is an opportunity now for us to see our ways, to see the patterns of our behaviour and to really take this energy now, which is so strong, Take this energy now for very deep realisation of who we are and throw away all of those restrictions. Let them change. Let them transform into powerful experiences that allow for us to be here more fully, more transparently, more authentically and to dream big. This is definitely the time to be dreaming big. And let the universe, just like the air currents, provide that support and place for the bird to fly. Take those currents now and allow for them to bring you to a greater height, to have greater insight and greater positivity in this world. 
as we take a few deeper breaths, bringing this tremendous energy in and sharing it with others around us. Diving deep into our lungs for that last big breath and returning ourselves to normal breathing, opening our eyes. And thank you so much, everyone. And we'll be with you next week. Thanks so much, Pam. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of ActiveSpirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.